podcasts are admin. Everything in your life just turns into admin, doesn't it, Steve? Moving house is admin. That is admin. That's real admin-based learning. Learning? What, what were you learning? Always a new opportunity to learn. But why did you, what did you need to learn? I learned admin and how to organise admin and admin-focused tasks. You are, you, you are very disorganised. Episode 10, admin. We're not, call, we're not calling it admin. No, we are. We're going to call it admin. We're not calling it admin. Do you know the thing about admin is? What? It's admin. Now you're just saying words just to make noise. Isn't that what you do? That's what we, that's that, what, that is what we do. That's what we do. I think that's we're specialists at, yeah. at doing that. We're back after a long, a long, uh, a long break. We're not up to the intro yet, surely. How do we do this? I, I've forgotten the structure. Well, I think in the episode plan you wrote uh, introduction, admin, admin focused chat. It's a shared file, so I definitely didn't write that. It's definitely yours. I, th- I think you put chat about admin, blah, admin, blah, admin, blah, admin, blah. Listening to you right now is admin. I think everybody's just turned off. They probably have. I've got too much other admin to attend We've to. We've got another two Rather than <laughs> listen to this ear hole punishment. It is punishing. It's massively punishing. I just took my glasses off, and I've got to put them back on. That's admin. Where does this love of admin, or maybe dislove of admin, this hatred towards admin come from? Is dislove a word? It's hyphenated. Who, by, by you? Yeah. By, I'm a pioneer. By dislove, do you mean... Was bubble a word before Shakespeare invented it? No. Did Shakespeare invent the word bubble? He actually did. You should look that up. Is that true? I'm just going to type that into Google. Other search providers are available. Bubble, bubble, boil and trouble, I believe the did. the line is. Shakespeare. Don't at me. Invent admin. Shakespeare invented 1,700 of our everyday words, exactly. including admin. No. No, no, that's wrong. Did he invent the word bubble? Bubble. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, other dictionaries are available. The earliest recorded use of the word in any form was by a lady called Marie Maud in 1350. No, that's wrong. This line, spoken by a man who I can't pronounce, quite literally changed the course of the word bubbles, and thus the word is attributed to Shakespeare. So it is attributed to Shakespeare. It is. So I'm right. It's lots of grammar-based admin, this intro. Stop with this admin bullshit. <laughs> what is it? It's just a lot of admin. Should we start the podcast? We should start the podcast. This but is admin. The only problem we've is done, starting gotten, the podcast. We got the admin out of the way, and now we're ready to do some work. But it's going to be rugby admin. Oh. Everything is admin. Think about it. Every, this table is admin. How is this table admin? How to make it. Flat pack. Admin. How is that admin? This blind, that blind is admin. No, but that's just the exact same. Because have to pull it down no, every yeah, day. Exa- that's the same logic you're using for the table. You're not giving me a new example. Okay. That cupboard door is not admin. Not exactly the same logic. How is it exactly the same logic? Because you're using a, uh, an object and just saying it's admin because using that is admin. But you've just set it for three different objects. Okay. My brain well, administration is Administration is involved with... Well, there's not a lot of... With picking up a table, taking it home, getting the tools out, putting it together, 
propping it up right and then eating meals from it. Admin. No. Maybe the planning of the table or the design, sure. It's all I'll admin. I'll give you that. It all falls under the umbrella of admin. You've got a lot to learn about admin. You've got to drive home after this podcast. I do, and this is just taking it long, like, That's like admin. longer and longer. That's admin. How is it admin? It's all admin. Me kicking you with this box. Admin. All right. Get out. Your favourite admin-focused podcast. Nah. I'm with Will Daly. Hi, Will. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm sick of this fucking admin joke. Yeah, me too. I'm getting bored of them too. Yeah. But you admit that they're a joke, so that's that's playing. And they're on. a joke because it's just ridiculous how you keep going on about it. You can't be serious. Admin-based humour. Anyway, how are you? I'm well rested since our last podcast. To be fair, are you? Yeah. When when was our last podcast? Um, December. So you've got a whole two months of sleeping and you're ready to goo for the rugby season again? Just about. Just about ready to goo? Yeah. Nice. Bloody good. Yeah, how are you? Good. All right, let's get back into it then. Okay, cool. Yep, straight into it. So, Super Rugby is back, Will. Uh, have you enjoyed the first couple of rounds? Uh, mixed emotions for Aussie fans, I think. Depends on where you are in the country. So everybody but the Brumbies and Always the Sunwolves. Always Brumbies. And the Sunwolves. And the Sunwolves got a good win against the yeah. Rebels week all, one. All the Aussies be feeling pretty pleased about that. Yeah, definitely. Good, good. Well, half the team is made out of uh, expats. So. Doesn't look very Japanese, does it? Well, James Dargaville playing fullback doesn't really... Who? James Dargaville. Who's Ex-Brumby. So uh, okay, always Brumbies. Always Brumbies. But, um, yeah, not a, a typical Japanese rugby player. No, you probably wouldn't say so. You probably wouldn't say so. No, not at all. Um, so, let's give us a recap then, Will, on some of the results and what's been going on. Yeah, obviously, this year, big mass exodus of Wallabies going overseas. So, the likes of Pocock, Genia, Cooper, Arnold, Foley, Coleman, Karevi, all gone overseas to either Europe or Japan. So, um, again, Australian Conference not looking too crash hot. Um, however, the Brumbies still somehow... They're the only Australian team that's able to actually see talent um, in interstate players. So the likes of Noah Lolasio, who's absolutely killing it in his first two weeks. How old is he? He's 19. He may have turned 20 since his debut in the last couple of weeks. Um, Brisbane boy, brought up playing rugby league. Um, played in the Australian under-20s last year. Um, he's quite literally just stolen Matt Tamir's Wallabies jersey right from underneath him. Outplayed him last week. Uh, in these two games, and he's got three try assists. Um, he makes his tackles. He looks to attack. Good goal kicker. Just really nice and controlled game as well. He's going to be really something special to look forward to in the next couple of years for Australian rugby. Do you think he will get capped in the next round of tests for Australia? If Tamua doesn't lift his game at 10, I think he'll be starting round one. And I think he should. It's a big call. Let's blood him. Just blood, blood him. Give him his caps. Give him his experience. So aside from uh, the young guns, um, who has impressed you really uh, in this uh, in this Super Rugby opening two rounds? Which teams have really come good for you, and who can you see going further in the competition? Obviously, from the Australian Conference, it only looks like the Brumbies at this point. Reds got a bit unlucky round one against the Brumbies. To be fair, a bit unlucky last week as well. They they are zero and two, but they really could have got one of those. Probably should have got one of those two. Um, they're probably about a year away from being genuinely good. 
moving to other conferences though in New Zealand you've got the Hurricanes have lost Artie Sevilla and Bowden Barrett still got a win last week so um, they're still on track Crusaders lost last week Crusaders did lose last week big I, big for Gats I and did the Chiefs. tip them actually Dave Harvey stepping into 10 for the injured Richard played well Oliver. played well not well enough to get the chocolate so you watch it I didn't <laughs> but doesn't matter I tipped the Chiefs going into it lovely stuff um, Blues got a win against the Tars last week. That Joe Marchant playing thirteen for the Blues. Has he impressed you so far this year? The English boy. The English boy. No, he's English. Doesn't impress me. And scored last week. A lot of a lot of the Blues players scored <laughs> last week. Uh, one of the wingers on the I think it was on debut got hat-trick. a hat trick. Hat trick. Um, he he only had one try up until the seventy fifth minute and got two within five minutes. Yeah, bagged a couple of um, late ones. Yeah, but I mean the Tars just got outclassed, which is. Uh, I don't want to say it, but it's a testament to Rob Simmons. What's he still doing there? Apparently he's skipper. Has he become your new uh, your new version of Reese Hodge? Oh, Reese Hodge was always the, the new Rob Simmons. Rob Simmons, I think, has just taken that back, though. So in one essence, you're right. What's wrong with Rob Simmons? Mate, the bloke's got 100 test caps. He looks like my accountant. Are you jealous of his 100 test caps? I am, because if he got 100 tests, I'm due for 50. Are you an accountant? <laughs> I was. Well, there we go. <laughs> I can see where this, where the problems are arising here in this relationship. Oh, you're the accountant here. Y- yes. Where are your test caps? I like Rob Simmons. There's something wrong with you then. Well, so you're saying because I'm an accountant, I should have test caps? Well, if Rob Simmons... Your logic the, is a lie. On the basis that Rob Simmons... It's time to cancel this podcast. On the basis that Rob Simmons... I should have 200. And looks like... Yes. No, I, I, that, that was a joke. I don't... I, I like Rob Simmons. I think he's a good player. He's a test match warrior. So, if we're all the listeners, this is why we don't listen to Steve when he talks about Southern Hemisphere rugby, because he clearly doesn't just, understand what's going on. It's just touch rugby down here, anyway. Oh, here we go. Too many tries. Not enough scrums and malls. Exactly. Um, but no, back to it... Um, so Blues, it's it's always the Blues year, but it's uh, unfortunately I think they'll probably no nah, mate, it's the year of the Blues, yeah. I reckon. No, nah, I think again they'll definitely be, the year of the Blues. Lots of people in Auckland think it's the year of the Blues again this year. They're probably right. Bowden Barrett, he might come in, he's you know, halfway playing, through the he's year. He's not playing until late April. He, he was at the Super Bowl. How yeah, good on him. How good? Was he playing? Uh, probably, no. probably could have been. Well, he's that good. Yeah, he's good that cricketer good. actually, Bodie. Yeah, not going to help on the NFL field though, is no, it? No, I don't think no, so. Probably not. Um, but no, I think Blues, they're going to be more competitive than last year, but probably still round out at the bottom of the New Zealand Conference. Still I think have... the Highlanders might, might pit from there, to be honest. They it's, could. It's not looking great for the Highlanders. No, no Ben Smith this year, um, who was a big part of that, that, that setup. Um, and I think they, they'll probably really miss him, I think, going forwards. Definitely. Uh, he's one of the most consistent rugby players across all formats of the game, yeah, um, whether awesome. it's Super Rugby, International. He's always... He, he might not give you a 10 out of 10 every every second or third week, but he gives you an 8.5 every single week in and out. Um, so that could be an, actually an interesting toss-up for fifth place. I still think probably the Crusaders, Chiefs, Canes, and then one of the Highlanders and Blues, fourth and fifth. Um, and then the South African Conference, who cares? You heard the rumours about who South cares? Africa joining the Six Nations? Yes, so I've got a couple of theories behind this. They've I already, hope it doesn't happen. They've already put two teams from the old, like from Super Rugby in the past into Europe. The Sanzar contracts are up in 2021 for Super Rugby. South Africa aren't exactly pushing for a new deal. I reckon they scrapped their whole team. 
Sorry, they scrapped the whole... Well, scrap South African I rugby. Just scrap... bin it. Just no, pop it in the bin. Just screw it up. Be like, that was a mistake. Well, I mean, you surely must hope they do that. You might have a chance of winning a World Cup sometime soon. Enough of that. Um, no, I reckon, I reckon South Africa might pull out a Super Rugby at the end of 2021. I think it's possible. I think mean, uh, they might just send the rest because for time zone purposes. Time zone, it makes, makes a lot, lot more sense, sense for the commercial reasons. Um, as well as player say, uh, player. But then Super Rugby is going to be quite out because no. the Summer Wolves are going to go. Yeah, they are going to go, but they also probably should go because Japan already has an established top league where there's billionaires owning owning companies who just have a team for fun, paying players, established fan base. Summer Wolves are hemorrhaging money, as are most Australian conferences. Um, get rid of Summer Wolves. Get rid of South Africa. Get rid of Australia and just play in New Zealand. They're the only teams that win. <laughs> it's going right? to be some good footy. Yeah. Just uh, have 10 New Zealand franchises. And the Brumbies. And the Brumbies. And the Brumbies. And the Hagduades. Always the Hagduades. Back to Super 12. Yeah. No, but... Um, no, but that's a good what, idea. No, yeah, no. Uh, propose what I would propose, as I have in one of the, the articles that will be up on the blog soon, once we get that whole thing kick-started, which apologies for the delay. Everybody's really waiting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Bring back the force. Have five teams from Australia. Expand one for in New Zealand. So we were just sacking teams. off all the Australian teams. Part of the no, no, so no. can the four other teams? Can the force again? Just bring them back for a day. No. Can them? Can can the Reds? Can the Rebels? No. Let hear me out. Hear me out. Bring the force back. You got five Aussie teams. And then can the four Aussie teams and leave the Brumbies in? It's not a bad option, but I would keep them. Lots of admin. Have an expansion team of New Zealand. I'm going to let that admin joke pass. Expansion team, so you've got six New Zealand teams. You introduce a Fiji or Pacific Islands team. So what are you up to? You're up to 12. You have the Haguaris. You introduce a second Argentinian team, which brings you to 14. Now, you keep the Haguaris and the second Argentinian team until they're strong enough to have their own professional comp, which is actually of substandard. And then in the next sort of five to ten years, you look to scrap them, or if, you, if they're just doing well, you keep them. Then you go back down to 12, and you can either bring in another Pacific Islands team, or you can start getting teams from America. Okay. So where do the South African teams go? And they go straight to Europe. Well, which competition? There's no room left. Or they make their own. Well, so they make their own South African competition. Why not? So they just play the Curry Cup. Yeah, but with top level talent potentially get some stragglers from Europe to come down if they need to. Or you potentially give the two, the two Argentinian teams over there and make a South Africa and Argentinian comp and then have a Pacific comp, which works better for time zones, better for the established fan bases already in Japan. And then what you do with that, you make a combined comp like the Heineken Cup in Europe, but with the Japanese top 14 um, and then the, the Australian, New Zealand and Pacific comp. Let us know what you think. Um, DM us um, at Inside the 22 or messages on Facebook um, and hit us with some of your competition-based admin. Lots of admin. We love admin. See? Now, now you're back around it. Well, uh, to get this comp going, I'd have to put some admin in, wouldn't I? A severe amount. Can we get Ray Lancaster and World Rugby on the phone, please? I'm canning this out. The best international um, tournament in the world, the Six Nations. The inferior um, hemisphere and the inferior rugby competition known as the Six Nations, soon to potentially be the Seven Nations with what we just touched on with South Africa looking to... No, nah, because they get rid of Italy. 
But what about Sergio? They've not won a game. He's retired, man. No, he's still playing. No, 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 he's not. I thought he wanted to get these his caps up they're, he's not in the he's not in the squad but they're giving him a farewell game off the bench because he's, he's uh, that much of a legend oh can it be a game that actually means something though and they win but, but that would ha- he'd have to play for another country that's fair actually yeah, yeah. or Georgia away or something you know or Romania or something nah they'll give him a Six Nations game yeah anyway set up, though. back Just to the, the, bench. the inferior tournament a um, couple interesting results Talk me through the ladder at the moment. You've got France at the top. Well, I, t- I said to you before the um, France-England game, team that wins that will, um, will win the tournament. And, uh, well, I'm proven to be quite correct at the moment. Yeah, aren't I, I? Mean, I didn't disagree. I, I, I tip France to win this. Got them in a multi for paying $7. Um, yeah, but you've also got some other ridiculous calls in your multi, like well, Australia like, like the Brumbies winning the Australian Conference. That's money in the bank, mate. Australia winning the Blenders low? I'll cash out by then, don't worry. <laughs> I can hedge it when that's the last bet. Anyway, some um, yeah, some great some great rugby being played by France at the moment. Um, what were your thoughts on the England France game in particular? Uh, was there an England France game? Yeah, you lost by seven. No, no, I didn't, didn't watch it. Then I you lost by seven. You had no business scoring any tries. Um, Johnny May just for some the chicken. <laughs> Somehow outclassed the back the French back three twice. We had no business scoring that um, those tries, but um, France coming away with the chocolates. So yeah, won. yeah, France were good. Um, no arguments there. Twenty four nil down after an hour. Um, Sean Edwards obviously digging up um, the the uh, the French defence. Um, well, um, obviously uh, from his move from from Wales. Um, yeah, they look composed. Um, they look good under pressure. Start to fall apart when um, when the chicken is just running for two tries. He's running like a like a headless chook, mate. Chicken based admin. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they they, um, they look really flash. Um, Wales obviously playing Italy, which is you know an easy win, and then uh, and then Ireland rolling Scotland with your old mate Stuart Hogg. Stewie Hogg, he, who, who who had a hair transplant, bleached his hair, it all fell out. He's done it again. Now he's dropped the ball over the line. First game of skipper. How bad was that? Eh? Watches the try to to level the scores in the what the sixty something minute. Yeah, sixty second. Well, and I mean, at least he didn't make the single biggest mistake in the England Scotland game the week after, just letting oh. the ball drop over. Over the line and then kind of falling on it and then we score yeah. from the next scrum so you know put put that into context it was three all in the 68th minute in the England Scotland game 60th week two. minute 60th minute 68th was it it was a bad game and uh, how was the weather how, how oh, wet it was one of the worst games rugby ever, ever watched but it was also so entertaining because how the, the weather was that bad the commentators found it so funny yeah well Amazing. it was funny like it was the, the English and Scottish back three, both of them, when they were facing the wind, they looked like they were under 11 Bs who only just got allowed to kick and didn't, had no idea how they, were, uh, how they were supposed to catch. You see more quality third grade at Billy on a Saturday than you actually do, um, do in that game. Awful game. Scotland lost eight line-outs or nine line-outs in the game. And Stewie Hogg once again screwed him up. Let the ball go over the line. Well, I thought it was going to bounce up, so he popped it down. Carried it over, then dropped it. Then it was pretty much a try to Farrell, and then they scrummed and and, yeah, uh, and then your old mate Alex Genge has, um, has just picked and goon and uh, how good he's a, he's a monster he's a beast he's a big boy yeah he uh, he's uh, he's a handy player yeah but we've got look at the table we've got France leading the way um, two weeks in that's predominantly led by their half pairing I'd say with. Um, with uh, with Dupont, Dupont and Intermac, the twenty three and twenty four year old respectively. Why don't you um you just tell us 
about them then, Will. All right. Twist my arm. Um, week one, France, England. Entomac um, severely outplayed George Ford. I thought George Ford might not ever actually get another English cap after that game. Uh, Jones but you listen him, to Eddie Jones, mate. Why would form form a basis of our selections, mate? Actual quote from Eddie Jones after the game. Um, and then DuPont just, was just absolutely running the show. He um, absolutely just oh, outplayed, outclassed, outmaneuvered, outthought the whole English team, particularly Ben Youngs. Ben Youngs looked like he didn't, uh, didn't know what to do and looked like it was his first cap in an international rugby game. Um, these guys are going to be really something special, particularly in the next World Cup. Watch out for France in their home World Cup in 2023. They'll be a big player. you have um, you think Australia are going to win the blood is low don't you you, you muppet I think we got a shot first first year under a new coach for the for the Wallabies after um, when was the last time you won the blood is low 2002 uh, sorry 2002 yeah 20 years ago nearly 19 years ago yeah okay we're moving on so who would you pick uh, in your Wallabies from from round two based on the form of round two so this is just out of super rugby players so we've, we've scrapped the international rule of bringing overseas based players in firstly why don't you go for your captain and let me guess is it Rob Simmons <laughs> Rob Simmons starting at second row captioning the side over my dead body he's nowhere to be seen um, harsh Front row, pretty much unchanged from last year. Co Fayenga Alalatoa. Co may be pipped by um, Taniela Tupo. Just a bit of scrummaging discrepancies that usually Co is really um, is, has that as one of his strengths in his game. But um, I think I still think Tupo is better off the bench. Um, Rodder Salakai Loto in the second row. Uh, interesting choice at six. I've got Pete Simon. He's been absolutely killing it in the first couple of rounds of the Brumbies. Was very unlucky last year to um, to miss out on that World Cup squad. I thought um, Hoops at seven, captaining, obvious choice. He's the first person you put in your team. Um, Izzy Nicerani at eight, another big ball carrier, another line out option. Now this no, halfback. This is the one I had to think about. I'm going Tate McDermott from the Reds. Ooh, big call. Big young gun up there. Showed a lot of promise last year. Just needs to show a little bit more growth in his controlling of the game. But, um, again, this is just a super rugby-based team. So I think Nick White will probably get the nod. Um, yeah, why would you pick on form, potentially mate? Potentially Jake Gordon. Yeah, mate, form doesn't base uh, any, any sort of base of our selection, mate. Fuck off, Eddie Jones. Go back to England, mate. Um, Ten goes without saying. Noah Lillaseo has stolen Matt Tamil's tw- uh, ten jersey from right underneath him. Broke into his house, said, yeah, thank you, mate. How you going? Just taking your jersey. See you later. Corobidi on the left wing. And inside centre, this will be a big shift in the structure of the, of the back line. Well, he's gone, see? Oh. He's gone overseas. So Well, then you're screwed because he's your best player. He was our best player for quite a while. We just didn't realise it. Anyway. We're going to win the Bladders Low so Cup. All right. <laughs> so... In the last 18 months, we saw the Wallabies finally realise that Karevi's a 12 and not a 13 and shift to playing a big ball runner at 12 and having more of a, a ball player at that 13 role. you picking James O'Connor at 12? I am definitely not picking James O'Connor at 12. What I've done is... Good for the night out, though. He is great for the night out. Um, not that I'd know. Would you know, him? No comment. Never met him. NDAs. Um, with 
the structure that we've got in terms of the cattle, we can we we don't have a big bull running twelve that's a, of wallaby caliber. So I'm shifting back to the more traditional sense that the wallabies have seen with a second ball player playing at twelve, and I'm shifting Kirtley Beal from fullback to twelve. That will help Lolaseo immensely in terms of controlling the game, having a, a veteran like Beal who's got seventy or 80, 80 test caps to his name. Um, a lot of experience, a lot of talent, a lot of spark, which will allow Lolisea just to relax. Um, so a bit of a shift there. Kurundrani will keep 13 because we still need that big ball runner in the back line, so he's, he picks himself based on the 10-12 the pairing you've got there. Jordi Pattaya on one wing. Lots of talent. We saw a little bit of it last year in the World Cup. Just needs to put it together for a full Super Rugby season. And then 15, the experienced um, Dane Hallett-Petty. Always seems to lead um, the, the the rugby championship and run meters goes so unnoticed when he doesn't uh, when he get, even when he gets picked um, as to start. But um, he's he's really underrated. I feel great kicking game, um, good running game, and then just watch out for Tom Banks to pick to might pip him at fifteen, and watch out for Rob Valentini at six potentially. He's had a good stint down at the, the Brumbies. Last person to look out for Mark. I'm not even going to have an attempt to pronounce his bloke's last name. Is this the guy on the wing Na- for... Naka Watuise. For the Waratahs? Yes, the 19-year-old uh, winger from the Waratahs. Scored three tries in about 100 minutes of Super Rugby. Did some pretty... Did you see that the when he got carted off on the weekend? Yeah, did some damage. Did some serious damage to his neck. Scored scored the meat pie, though. Grab, grab the meat pie. Um, He's got some obvious talent. He might just be a bit raw to, to bring into the international level, but he'll be looking real good over the next couple of years. Cool, and that's about time that we uh, we wrapped up um, the first show of 2020. That's it, man. How are you feeling? Lots Long, of admin done tonight. Lots of admin. Long awaited, but it's good to get it out. Good to, good to be back. Um, looking forward to watching the Brumbies go undefeated for a third week in a row. Who have they got this weekend? They have the Highlanders... Who are yet to win a game? At home in Canberra, Geo Stadium, seven fifteen Fortress on Saturday. Um, tune in for that one. We definitely will be, and um, tune in to our social media pages on Facebook, Inside the Twenty Two, Instagram at Inside the Twenty Two Pod. We'll be posting up starting from probably starting from next week. Um, a couple more. We'll be a bit more active on social media, I reckon. We've been, bit, so. we've been a bit slow. Um, but we're going to start doing a team of the Australian Super Rugby team of the week. More so. social media admin time needed. That's that's true. I mean, you're always a big advocate for less admin, but I think we need a little bit more admin in this space. Yeah. Well, so watch this space. Yeah, watch this space. Yeah. So as I said, we're doing the Australian Super Rugby 15 of the week. Um, we'll try and get that out every week. I mean, it's a lot of admin involved. Lots of admin. Lots of admin. But um, yeah. Yeah. anyway, as you were, you seem busy. I'll let you go.